Greetings, flesh creatures. It is I, Megatron. On behalf of TFYLP, I want to congratulate you for listening to the most refined collective podcast on this miserable little planet Earth. Yes. Here you'll find knowledgeable fans discussing every aspect of Transformers and beyond. Now, enjoy the show while I continue my path to complete conquest of all of you miserable biological entities. Predacons, terrorize! Now we have some weird... What the heck is going on here? Now the chaos is the chaos is the boxes on you. We're on. Maybe one of these. No, I know. I, I'm I'm like messing with the uh I'm trying to figure out which cameras are like I care not for your definitions of on. Ladies and gentlemen, we are not professionals. This is purely volunteer. Right. Um, so uh, forgive us as we try to figure out what incarnation Okay, is I happening. think we got it here. All right. Anyway, all right. What the heck is that? Is, is that, that a mouse droid? It's full of... I'll take care of her. All right. So welcome to TFLP episode... I don't know, what, what was it, 526, 828, something like that? 528. 528. We're live tonight, Monday, May 9th. I'm Lucas. I'm joined tonight by Christian. What up? And Anna. Good evening. And Phil. Hey! Here we go. Who are, who are you? I said I was Lucas at the beginning. Did you? Good. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, not even listening, yeah. You know, it's a while. We're working with stuff. So, yeah, you Christian, know, thanks. Christian's thanks, painting and not opening the windows in his new place. Oh. Oh. Christian, we liked your brain. Now, the painting happened before I moved in. My family oh, was okay. gracious enough to do that, and they did a really good job to the point where I can't hang any art because my walls are so beautiful. I don't want to put holes in them. That's so like. They're really Good nice. And bad. That is so double My sister the exact sword. right colors. My mom and dad have the exact right technique. It's incredible. And it's just like, I don't want to put anything on that because I just want to look at them because they look so nice. No, that is the most double-edged of swords I've ever heard. <sighs> I like it. Sound, sounds good. Nice. So... So yeah, so welcome. I guess uh, they're saying it's Microcasters Plus. So um, haven't had that's right. In a while, so Silly viewers, don't you know Microcasters is dead? Oh they're no, dead. I didn't want to say that. You just like we're going to talk about it. Isn't dead, Christian? It's not dead. Maybe we'll survive it. In a coma? It could You're be dead to me now, Christian. Jeez. I don't think I've always been dead to you. I'll just talk to Doctor Amy instead. <laughs> See, 
I blame Anna because she started only buying things that she liked and not the crap that Christian and I collect, See? So. There you go. <laughs> How dare she It's not so true. It's so kind true. Of part of it true. is my... No, part of it is from my recovery from... I was really falling into, like, pure purchasing. It was a really, like... It wasn't an unfun period, but it was definitely incorrect. Because I was just buying things like Christian would be like, oh, I'm so excited for this. It's a Christian world. And I would buy it. And Lucas would be like, I've been waiting for them for 600 years. I can't wait to buy seven. And then I get it. And then I sit down with them and be like, oh, Christian sure does like this. And Lucas sure is happy to have this. And I sure don't care. I'm troubled that our voices sound like that to you. <laughs> You know. So is Henry. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, I heard you guys a lot, so I have to, I have yeah, to add some spice to it. That was part of it, and then I got horribly busy because I bought a house. Yeah. I think that's just kind of what happened. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? TFCon and never came back. We can pull well, it all off again. You know, you guys and, just gotta start uh, buying Legends figures. No, uh, like how much are Legends figures now? Like they're like two hundred dollars a piece or something. <laughs> well, like Kane Toys Combiner that is pretty cool. The the Legends version, that one is running forty five a piece now. That's still a deal. I mean, I feel like forty five's like not the end of the world, but you know. Now, if so, you, you, when you were in the Legends, Lucas, you like New Age best, and New Age has gotten obscene with their prices. Their prices have gotten the price a little... Of old masterpiece now, right? Isn't it like $90 or something like that? Yeah, it's like, like I think yes. the Grimlock's 90 base yeah. retail, I'm, and then no, the, the Jetfire's definitely over 100 Absurd. You know, my ghost. But the King Toys are essentially like, and I don't mean this in the way we've used this before, but they are like a mini masterpiece because the big ones are masterpiece scale and these are of similar quality, not the exact same engineering. Yeah, I want to say kind of yes, yeah. That one's definitely a kind of yes. They're quite a bit different from pictures, but Catherine says to her they seem very similar in design cues, so... I had that dive bomb for a year and they didn't release another one for more than a year. So I went ahead and sold it because I think I bought that one for 40 at TFCon in Baltimore. And then the next ones were like 60 and 70 to order or something like that. And I was like, mm, nah. yeah, now they're, they're, they've kind of bottomed out to 45 and that's, you know, it's okay. They're good for $45. Well, and I know everyone's or a lot of people have been complaining about the price of the Titans now because that went up a couple weeks ago, I guess, right? One was, week ago today. Was it one week ago? Okay. One week ago. So oh, did you, nemesis went out. you guys pre order your uh, nemesis? I did, did not. Yeah. I have a feeling that every single Titan from now on will go on clearance. So I that's my worry. Like I don't have a lot of motivation. I'm the same place. 
Because it's like, I really want that one. Well, there's two problems, right? I really want that one because it's the first lady Titan. And that's yep. cool that we're finally getting one. It's original character. I honestly really like the way it looks in ship mode. That ship mm-hmm. is really super cool. But the bot mode just has all sorts of problems that are Anna problems, like the shoulders okay. and the proportions. And I don't know if I can like it, right? Can like, I help you just... fix the proportion problem? Uh, I think you can try. And I, I tried would... earlier. I was squinting at it and trying to think of it as more of a hunchy, gorilla-like. And it helped a little. Okay. It is clearly drawing inspiration from Ava Unit 1. And the Evangelians have weird proportions. Okay. Long arms, okay. legs, kind of, right. you know what they look like. Yeah, and when I think of it through that filter, it helps a little bit, because the filter I kept putting it through is the Fallen. Mm. And, you know, it's like, face. yes, the Fallen is a neat-ish thing from a movie where he fit in with that style of the scary alien robot monsters, but this is more fitting into that, you know, chug G1 aesthetic. So it doesn't fit as well, but but the evil look does help a little bit. So I'll try to think of it through that filter. It's like But putting, then I have to think of it through the experience. Like putting an Ava in the RID twenty fifteen series and then putting it through the legacy G one of five filter. Okay. That is what has happened to this figure. So I don't know if this might help as well for you, Anna. This is uh, one of the designers, Emiliano Santa Lucia, posted this on his social medias. The actual and design pictures, I saw those today too, and I yes. like those a lot. Yes. And, and you know, I mean, here's a picture of it uh, with the actual toy trying to get in those that position. And it's not, right. it doesn't quite get it, but it's, I do think it, the proportions look better. But I agree, like, the, the the lower legs are super, super long. The arms just look, you know, just, just yeah, it just looks weird to me. Um, but, you know, it's kind of the same thing that people said about the arc. It's like, how often are you going to display this thing in, in robot mode? Well, yeah, gonna... and that I'm kind of, that I'm kind of wondering about now, because it's like, Normally, I wouldn't buy something just to put in ship mode, but this does look good in ship mode. But the art doesn't. Does the art look good if you buy the upgrade kits in ship mode? Yeah. I bought yeah, whichever okay. one does the, covers the gap thing, and that helped a lot. Yeah, that's what I would need, because the ship's just like, the ship is just a little too gappy for me to want to display it. But the Nemesis, not at all. Like, unless they just haven't shown the bad angle on that ship. I think they learned a lot from the arc, because even with the upgrade kit, the arc is still problematic to peg all together. All the, Mm -hmm. like, the top tabs and the... the, It relies on inferior tabs to hold itself together, which is less than ideal. It does look good if you can get it, but move it or play with it. Right. My issue is I feel like I'm running out of space. It's like, where do I put all of these Titans? Especially if we're doing, you know, the whatever, Generation Select recolors of things. And so, like, I actually really, like, I I love the ship design. Like, I think that, you know, the the bot mode looks kind of funky, but it's like, I don't know. 
that I like have the space to, you know, just keep going with this stuff. So yeah, I think I'm definitely going to get it, but I'm probably going to wait for that. Like Hasbro polls, BBTS black Friday sale. Um, for it, so. Yeah. I have mine on order at pulse and at Amazon. Like I've been doing for a while. Mm-hmm. I think I might end up canceling and seeing if I can get it on discount somewhere. Yeah, I mean, so my thing is, if somehow let me all say to you guys who aren't usually salespeople, and Phil and I who are usually salespeople, just bear in mind that there's always the possibility that this is the one that sells out, right? Like most of it doesn't sell out, but whenever you're playing the "I'm waiting for a sell game," you're always taking that chance that this is that one item that sells out this year. It probably won't be. There's a low chance. And I'm okay if, if it sells out and I don't get it, like, it's okay. Right. You just said uh, you meant it. I, I can tell. I can, I can hear it in your voice that you meant it. Christian, I don't uh, know. I don't know. I think I might end up being pretty upset if I miss that. Although I've been going through some changes in my collecting lately. I don't know. I'll have to think about it. I mean, Christian, I would say even if you did miss it, this is one that I think you'd be able to buy for, like, 10% over retail you know, a year from secondary. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Cause someone will get it who doesn't actually want it. No, I agree okay. with that. There will be people who will buy it. There will be people who will buy it because they feel like they should buy a nemesis, but then they'll go into their usual habit of putting up it in robot mode and they'll be like, this isn't great in robot mode. And they'll be the sad. So oh, yeah. If you want to open one, a loose one, you'll be able to get it for one to retail a year from now. Hmm. I agree with that. Well, the only ones I feel like that have sold out is like Devastator definitely, you know, sold out. You could still get it later. Like if you wanted to get the Takara version, I'm trying to remember if there's any other Scorpinoc. ones that didn't. Scorpinoc. Predator King is very expensive now. Yeah, now you see that now, but that's like a five year later lens. I got. Okay, yeah, then who sold out? Scorp got a little discounted first, yeah. right? Before it sold out. I don't think yeah. he did. Not, I mean, like, Not I'm really. sure there was it's probably Metro some quick like somewhere. He's probably the quickest that, that left. But I feel Omega like as well, but he was reissued. Yeah. New Metro Omega, Omega Supreme got, got a lot. Omega Supreme didn't get clearance that much. That was, I think, the other right. harder one. Right, didn't, no. Yeah, but those ones, it's, it's kind of like a COVID thing, too, that supply yeah. chain weirdness and yeah yeah those two, so. well, i have some things to consider the yeah, only just... the only thing i would say against what anna and i are advising on is motormaster and motormaster oh, okay. um he came and went like like that now granted a lot more demand for motormaster he's the center part of a combiner he's a great toy yeah. um but when you compare motormaster to other commanders motormaster disappeared very very quickly now other commanders have gotten reissues so maybe we'll see that with motormaster but um yeah i hope he gets a reissue yeah it's a darn good toy i mean yeah i hope he gets a reissue for the one thing of letting people mix and match when it comes to the g2 colors like if they want to do the g2 guys and have a black body instead of purple i think people should be able to do that or blue is is she's remembering as to purple or blue? Both. 
the color the answers both. I thought so. Anyway, if people have options. But yeah, well will there actually be a G two you know Motormaster? It's uh the last we heard that G two Motormaster was having a hard time finding a home. Um, I think it'll get made. I think it'll get made too. Yeah. At some point. I am a little surprised that there's not another Stunticon in the Walmart Tacotron line. But there might be. We haven't seen it yet. I don't know. Did you say Tacotron? Toxitron? Oh, I heard Tacotron, which was way better. There you go. Like, I love Toxitron. It has a name, Toxitron but it's like it's, de- it's a cool. line designed around Toxitron. It's like the Toxit no, I, I Swamps think, collection. I think or it is. I thought it just was the Toxitron wave. I think or it Toxitron. Is Toxitron collection. I don't know. Something stupid like that. Yeah. It's kind of a dumb name. Not that they. So basing it around canceled toys is awesome. Like, I really love that. Naming it after the largest one in the set is just kind of weird. Yeah. It's fine. So, so yeah, so uh, the topic last... Oh, Phil just left, apparently. So. Bye, Phil. Bye, oh, Phil. Phil was on last week, so... Well, I wanted to see, because... So I didn't actually watch the entire show. I watched, like, half of it while it was on, but it was my birthday last week, and I was doing other things. I was, I was you know, joined late and, and whatever. Didn't get to watch the whole thing, so... But um, I think last week we were talking about the new trailer in the movie. I guess we've since had another like semi like they I think released another couple minutes of footage from the movie. Um, it's then, 48 seconds. It's not exactly mind void. But it had it debuted like a bunch of the um, Maximal. So that was fun. It did. You're all in it. Are so, they? Is there a razor in that clip? I didn't think she was. Yeah, I thought she was. I'm pretty sure she was. She oh, was. cool. Maybe she's not. I didn't watch maybe with just, enough eyeballs. Maybe I just pretended like, you know, it, you know, I could sense it somehow. I thought she um, was the only one there, but it's just in the other matter. one, at least. I don't know. She's there. She's definitely in the other one. That's she's sure. Michelle Yeoh. Yep. Academy Award winning Michelle Yeoh. It's fantastic. But the other thing that was exciting, I think the runtime from the movie came out today, right? Yes, that is news. And it's under two hours. I am so excited for this. Just just under two hours. My biggest criticism for the movie or, you know, for the Bayverse movies is that they're just way too long. And I I think that this is going to be a lot better because how much crap can they really fit into under two hours, right? You don't want to watch the last night for two hours and 45 minutes again? Oh, my God. <laughs> Even two hours is rough for that movie. The only downside I would say for it to being two hours is there's a lot of characters in this one. Yeah, that's true. I'm I'm really curious, too, like how much Unicron is actually in this movie? I think little. Is it just more more like what was in the trailers and it's kind of to throw us off? Or uh, They were doing an interview with somebody. I don't know if it was the director because I don't remember who the director is anymore. But 
it was like they're planning a trilogy and this is like the first part and Unicron's the villain for across all three of them. So they're doing a Unicron trilogy is what you're saying. That's correct. They're doing the Unicron trilogy. Wow. Yeah. Unicron trilogy. There we go. Now, how excited are we? By the end, we're going to have Bumblebee, Cheetor, and Hotshot all together. (laughs) That would be awesome. It's going to be amazing. So much yellow. His screen just covered in yellow. Wait, Bumblebee, Hotshot, and who? And Hot Rod. Okay. Cheetor. 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 Oh, okay. Now, what if somehow is a buzzsaw at some point? (laughs) My buzzsaw? That'd be amazing. Right. Yeah, the more more yellow characters we can get is the joke. But then we just... Then we end up with like 15 different versions of Bumblebee and it gets really bad. So we just stop. couldn't be the the kid appeal character. He's the wrong kind of bug. Oh. He's a wasp. He's not a bee. <laughs> oh, that's true. Bees can be heroes. Wasps are always villains. Mm-hmm. Did you not see animated? <laughs> that's the rule. Oh. Yeah, so there, you, probably very little Unicron. But some Unicron, which is pretty cool. I don't know that yeah, one clip would be good. A little bit, and it's not like a whole huge subplot. You know, I think it'll be good. Like teasing it for a future movie, um, where you know maybe this is kind of a flashback, kind of you know whatever. And then I, I don't know if the next movie. I mean, is let's see, because the uh, 2007 movie was set in 2007, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So they I'm were curious. all contemporary con- contemporary movies until you got to Bumblebee. Yeah. So I'm curious, like, will the next movie, assuming that there is another movie, will that be when will it in take the play? late 90s? Or will that be, like, is it going to be more present? When are we now? Are we in 94? Is that where we are? 94. Yep. So we, we do ninety four years until the first movie, so that's enough time for two more movies. We do ninety four, ninety seven, and two thousand one, and Unicron is what you know makes nine eleven in this universe. Oh no! Seems like a bad plan. Very bad plan. What if? Here's my version that is not quite as disturbing, but actually might be bothersome to Transformers fans. What if they do this one and use it as a segue to connect back to the end of the last night and then we just keep going from there? So the second one in the Unicron trilogy takes place after the last night. There's definitely fans out there who think that's what's going to happen. I could see that. Because there is, you know, there was that little bit of like, ooh, Unicron at the end of the last night. And then those movies kind of stopped there right. and we went back for Bumblebee. So what if it brings us full circle? Even if that's the third one, right? What if there's one more in the middle? Like this one, Unicron cons, and then the next movie, they managed to take it down somehow that causes whatever the state of things was in the last night. And after the last night, it's like the cult of Unicron brings them back or something. I don't know. I'm making up plots, but... <laughs> They're not that far-fetched. What if 
what if the scene we see from the commercials with Unicron is like the opening scene of the Transformers movie? Okay. Uh, okay. So I it's mean, just like showing us what the threat is, and yes. then Unicron doesn't actually make it. Right. To interact with these guys because it's like Primal's like, ooh, we must get ready to fight the Unicron. And yeah. everybody's like, yeah, let's do it. And they get distracted by the. Yeah, fighting all those harbors. all them. Yeah. And they're like, we have to prepare. It ends with a Peter Cohen yeah. speech where he's like, we have to prepare and contact the others. And I just yeah, really want a live action version of like a guy just yelling, Obelisk, look, it's Unicron. <laughs> uh, all the old Transformers fans would love that. Everyone else would be like, why? This is oh, no, it'd be like they, they wouldn't care. It would like if you could, you could basically do that same scene, and yeah, I mean, you just have a dude yelling that is Unicron. Like when we first saw that scene as kids, uh, I, I didn't think that that had to be something else. It just it made sense. Honestly, I had managed to, um, I had managed to kind of keep myself from knowing too many things. So somehow I either missed the I missed the message or I deleted it from my brain that Unicron was going to be in this movie. So when I first watched that full trailer, I was actually surprised. I, I was, was like, too. oh no, think... there's stuff in Unicron that... in this movie. I didn't I didn't catch that before. I just saw okay. it. I that was a surprise. Yeah. Right. Yeah, so anyone I don't, I don't who think... knew just had a prediction and they were like, my prediction was correct. I'm so smart. Okay, I get it now. Yeah, I was I was surprised by that. And I'm a little it was like I didn't get upset about it, but it made me worry more just that there's gonna be too much crap stuff done because we know what happened for the two Transformers movies that had too much crap stuff done were pretty incoherent. Right. Because honestly, you know, the first were all coherent, even though yeah. people don't love Dark of the Moon. I don't know if people love Revenge of the Fallen. I like Dark of the Moon. I think it's the best one. I really like Dark of the Moon. It was probably my favorite of the first three. Yeah. Honestly. Okay. Well, then you and I both wanted it to be a cartoon. <laughs> it pulled off. It was. It was a cartoon. It was Transport to Oblivion, the movie. It was great. Great. <laughs> and it yeah. brought back Leonard Nimoy to Transformers, which amused me wonderfully. Also great. Sentinel. Anyway. From this trailer, we saw Unicron, which is cool. We saw the more of the Maximals, which was great. Yeah, against my better judgment, I am excited for this movie. Right? I mean, I've been burned. Yeah, me too. And it's it not that far away good. now. It looks at least decent. There's enough. There's enough ingredients there for it to be at least okay. You know. Well, it's at least. Thing... Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say, at least we don't hate the designs. Right, like even if we come through the movie and we're like, "Oh, that wasn't very good," at least some of the character designs look pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So we at least like that much. I feel like the only design that people are giving grief about is Wheeljack. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know why he looks fine. I mean, he doesn't look like Wheeljack, he but he fine. looks fine. Yeah. Right. Well, the thing I was gonna say is, is that. All the designs except for Wheeljack are actually reminiscent of the character. Like if you mm-hmm. you know see it, you're like, oh, that's you know RC or that's 
you know the you know all of the maximals like look as they should yeah that's um, beast machines cheetor right so do you guys remember how upset some people got when transformers prime brought in will jack and he was a very different will jack he looked quite a bit like original will jack his proportions were different but the design was there but his personality, the role he served in the show, that was just an utterly different thing. This Will Jack like is Wheeljack. arguably closer by being yeah. a nerd inventor persona, we think. I, I think their proportions actually are reminiscent of Prime Wheeljack. I mean, not exactly, and you add the, yeah, the door so. wings, but like, yeah, I can see where they could come from the same design base, sure. My only complaint about his design is that we really do not need one more brown transformer because they do often just turn into brown blobs on screen. So the more colors we get on them, the better. I think the Maximals are in particular to blame for that right now. I mean, oh, yeah. all of the other blobs blobs. And the Dinobots are brown blobs. And the Maximals now, like, I, I don't know why I don't have any color. It's weird. My 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 take is they're trying to make the animals look more realistic. Yeah, but animals are just all single color brown blobs. One of them but is, yeah, rhino is, color is all gray. A gorilla is all silver and black. Um, yeah. Ares has a little bit of color, color but she's like a, a brown hawk or eagle, and and you know Cheetor's got the most sort of variety to him. I'm sure they're also probably trying to make it look more realistic overall. And if you mm-hmm. have like super bright colors, it's probably, you know, I, I don't know. So I, I will say like from the 45 second clip they put out the other day, Rhinox, when he opens his mouth and you see the big glowing like blast effect, like that looks cool. And it looks almost brighter because he is more muted color scheme. And then too, with the jungle setting, the, the muted color scheme of the maximals i thought popped very nicely against the the bright green jungle now the Mm -hmm. battle scene that we've seen in the trailers where it's in this like scorched you know desert lava area where everything's gray yeah that's going to get a little rough but they're fighting a ton of scorpionox yeah they are fighting a lot of scorpionox i realize i'm muted because i didn't want you all to listen to my dog barking She's borky tonight. Yeah, I've been muting myself and stepping off camera to yell my son to go to bed. (laughs) There you go. Does that work? Can I just be like, Lilith, go to bed? It works somewhat better for a small human. Staring at me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I think you made a good good point about the color schemes. It's just like, we would just like to see more color. Transformers are more fun when they're more colorful. That's all it is. Like, I get it. Yeah, Wheeljack is definitely one that is is a missed opportunity. Like, if they had done the same color pattern, but instead of that brownish, made it like orange, that would would look neater. Sure. Like, some hideous orange should be great. Yeah. But I mean, it's, a, it's early '90s, so like early '90s, you, you know, and that that doesn't look like a modern van that he turns into. So yeah, back in the '70s, '80s, they they had more of a color palette versus nowadays. Every single car has to be either black, silver, white, or, or some dark shade of blue. No, I agree with that. I think that's 
definitely the case they could have gone with more color on him. But they yeah. didn't, and it's okay. Like, it doesn't ruin the design. The design is yeah. still... And I personally, like, you all have heard me rail about it before, but I personally sometimes get a little frustrated with the name reuses, like the fact that we just keep having another Bumblebee, we keep having another Wheeljack. I honestly am fine with it being a completely new character that just takes a few design cues from Wheeljack. It's like, oh, he's the inventor. That's it. Otherwise, it's a new guy, right? Like, I am perfectly fine with that. Giving him a new body is one way to get us closer to that goal. That he's not beholden to feeling like old Wheeljack. Yeah, they've never used Wheeljack on a dude who isn't G1 Wheeljack before. That's never happened. <laughs> right? Armada. That's a different dude. Right. I mean, how often have they done this across the board in Transformers? So. Yeah. But I don't yeah. know. You know, it, it, it's been a long time since we've had a Transformers movie in general. The last yeah. night is how long ago now at this point? Not long enough. I can still remember it. <laughs> <laughs> they come out but, in 16, 17. Bumblebee was 18. One thing is, is like, I honestly kind of feel like I'm ready for that big, dumb summer blockbuster. Like, there's not as many of those anymore. You know, so this summer there's I'm quite a few. There will be, yeah. I was gonna say, I feel like this summer is kind of the like move back, the pivot back to those, you know, big dumb blockbusters. But I'm gonna be that person who admits that Bumblebee was a better movie, right? Like after watching it was coherent. My husband didn't look confused afterwards. It was coherent. It was good overall. But as far as spending time interacting with it, talking about it after, messing with the like character designs, hoping for toys of the characters from it, I spent probably the least time with it out of all the movies, right? Like it just didn't have a whole lot for me to grab onto afterwards because it was a pretty simple film. So this going back to having the theatrics and the big summer blockbuster nonsense that Lucas just mentioned it might actually be better for us to have more to play with later, right? Like, and I mean, like, mentally play with and physically play with since we're toy collectors. But Bumblebee was different because Hasbro underplayed Bumblebee to a gigantic extent because the last night had been such a big failure that Bumblebee was a huge departure from what they did, that they, they scaled back the, the cast, they scaled back the, the number of Transformers in it, um... And so the, the toy release was drastically scaled back. And so right. it was sort of like they wanted that movie to kind of prove itself, I think, before they started putting out toys. Because it was months before we got anything that was, you know, outside of a couple of Bumblebees themselves, it was months before we got anything with any of the other characters. And then literally years before we started getting, like, you know, RC and Wheeljack and Ironhide in the, in the studio series from their, their intro on the movie. Um, I mean, you know, even Optimus Prime didn't get a good Bumblebee Optimus Prime toy till a year plus after the movie came out. So that that to me is more of Hasbro saying, "Listen, we we might have a sinking ship on our hands. Let's not sink a lot of money. Let's not put a lot of money into this um, and, and until it proves it." And and the, I think it did. Um, but because of that fact, and because of the burnout that had happened, um, 
you know, yeah, we didn't, we didn't spend a lot of time on it. And then what's interesting now is so many people, you know, especially like last week with the conversation and even, even a little bit tonight, you know, it, it's like, Lucas, you just said, when was the last time we had a Transformers movie and you brought up the last night. So many people overlook Bumblebee and it's just this idea of like, oh, this is going to be another terrible Bayverse movie. It's like, well, Bumblebee wasn't, but we just, I, I for, for whatever reason, we we over as a fan base overlook Bumblebee far more often than not. I think this doesn't really look like Bumblebee though. This looks more like the other movies than it does Bumblebee. That's fair. Just that's very fair. With the amount of explosions in the trailers, the amount of robot characters, that we don't actually okay. So before Bumblebee came out, right? Even before the first Transformers two thousand seven came out. Before Transformers 2007 came out, we knew Sam's basic story from the previews, right? We knew what was going on with Sam being a teenager, first car, whatever. We also knew what was going on with Charlie and the Bumblebee movie, right? There was a little bit of her plot in those trailers. I have no idea what the main character human names are for this movie or what they're doing. One of them hangs out with a car. And I don't know anything about them, right? So we're we're definitely back in that area where there doesn't seem to be that central human story that's easy to digest and back into the focus is on the big screen robot theatrics. No, the human's name is Pretender Jazz. <laughs> I think his name's Noah. I believe you're right. Noah, I his I name have, is Pretender Jazz. I have seen... <laughs> Noah typed in letters. I don't think I've ever heard his name said out loud in the trailers. But I don't know what the the woman's name is though. There's a woman. Yeah, yep. they both both of their names have been printed. Both of their names have been in the promo material. But as far as like, what's their plot? Are they are they friends? Are they a couple? Are they related? We don't know any of that yet because it just hasn't been the thing to hype. At least one of them gets an exosuit. I think that's pretty cool. It's interesting. Yeah, Anthony Ramos plays Noah. And Dominique Fishback plays Alina. Well, there you go. All right. There's there's not too many other humans that I see listed on IMDb. Now, granted, this is before the movies come out. Right. Um, You know, it looks like we've got... A couple actors that are in it looks like that scene where you see in the trailer where it looks like Noah's family is hugging him, so it looks like maybe a younger sibling, and then uh, you know, maybe a, a, a parent or something like that, a parental figure. But yeah, very, very few human casts even listed in the uh IMDb so far. But but you know, we still got a month before the movie's out. You think really, what, Christian? I'm taking that as a good sign. Oh you know, yeah. The, okay. the human stories always detract from what everyone wants to see, which is the giant robots doing stuff, particularly fighting. Like, I thought the the Sam stories were typically pretty good in the first three. I think Marky Mark was legitimately terrible in the second two. And then Haley Steinfeld was fine, but it was like just her. That was I mean, the, she had a, a couple supporting characters, but it was like her, B, and that's yeah. it. Yeah, John Cena, but you can't see him at any point in time, so I think that's fine. 
So one yeah. thing, um, you know, after the trailer debuted, I know a lot of my friends, you know, saw the trailer when they're seeing other various movies that have been coming out is they're asking me about it and they had no idea where these beast characters came from, but their thought for transformers is always like either the movies or, G, you know, the G one. And so a lot of the people, at least my age that aren't transformers fans just don't seem to know much about beast wars at all. And they're asking me, they're like, Oh, like, are these related to the Dinobots? Like, are the, are the Dinobots going to be in it? Um, and so, again, these are like, you know, filthy casuals that have no idea about Transformers. But I've had Why are you friends with them? Why are you friends people, with such right? filthy casuals, Lucas? <laughs> <laughs> so, but my I... question is, like, Christian, you know, since your friends are, you know, skewing more in that uh, Beast Wars era, like... Are they hyped about it? Like, do they know or, you know, as far as like when you talk to the, the normies that aren't into Transformers? Uh, I have heard limited amounts from normies because I don't communicate with normies very often. <laughs> it seems like I have a sad life. I don't. Uh, <laughs> but people might. Christian calls them muggles. I do not know. <laughs> yeah, that. there you go. Muggles. Golly, that's awful. That's worse. Um, that's yeah, people of my age do know what beast wars are so it's like oh yeah i remember those kids from from back then so yeah, yeah it's all fine also i'd like to point out for your casual friends animals have been transformers since day one right. they, freaking they, they, they don't know beast? anything about transformers other the than they've seen the movies what about the predacons so, yeah they don't, they I don't thought know arguing... that stuff the seacons any of the pretenders most of the pretenders half the pretenders yeah my... I thought your argument, Christian, was going to be that animals were real. Animals are <laughs> and real. And I would have liked that argument. Yeah. Um, so, like, my friends who are, who are not into Transformers no longer engage me about Transformers because they love that I have you guys now. So they don't have to talk oh, to me God. about Transformers anymore. They're like, okay, we can talk about other things with Anna. Let's talk about work and school and video games. Let's avoid Transformers <laughs> No, I just have those people that, you know, you meet where they know you're the Transformers guy. And yeah. so that's where they're like, oh, hey, I just saw a Transformers trailer. What do you think about it, Transformers guy? So Honestly, at work, no one picks up on it. Like, I have, you know, I have a world's smallest Transformers star screen, like, with it an inch of my hand on my desk. My, my like, shelves are covered in half my Rock Lords collection. Like, there are signs that I have some sort of strange hobby. No one ever asks or has any idea. They now, just wait, see it at a office. Are your rock lords in rock form so they just think you're into geology? I have and have. They change. Okay, okay. They're easy to play with and fun and often more fun than grading. So... Powerful living rocks. Um, yeah, I don't advertise at my work either. There is one coworker I have who's very excited for it. She's like your age, and she remembers Beast Wars. So I don't, I don't know her backstory there, but she's like, "Oh, I'm so excited for Beast Wars!" I'm like, cool. I'm glad. And then I, I talked to a stranger at Target when I, re I had to make a return of a Transformer. He's like, "Oh man, did you see the new trailer for that?" And I was like, "Yeah, it looks exciting." He's like, "Yeah, I remember Beast Wars from when I was a kid." I was like, "Cool, man. It's maybe it's a good movie. We'll see." I don't know. Uh, it's out there. I say 
one thing is that Beast Wars slept for a really long time. Like, Beast Wars went to sleep for a lot longer than anything else in Transformers. I mean, I guess Unicron Trilogy went to sleep for just almost as long. But Beast Wars pretty much went from Beast Machines until, like, what is it, two or three years ago without getting an emphasis in the lines again. So it was a solid 20 years almost of not really getting attention. It was you had in the generations, stuff. you had a couple of generations figures, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Rat Trap has never been like, then. "Hey, do you remember Beast Wars?" Until there, like Kingdom, there weren't enough of them that the young parents going down the toy aisle that are now, you know, me and Lucas's age, the young parents going down the toy aisle saw enough Transformers that were animals. They were like, "Oh, Transformers are animals. Interesting, right?" There would be Waspinator is there along with a bunch of trucks and tanks and airplanes. Mm-hmm, yeah. Cheetor is there along with a bunch of truck trucks and tanks and airplanes and cars. You know, so I think having that like just the amount of animals suddenly is so high that that's probably very surprising to people because it hasn't been like that in 20 years. Although with the toys too yeah. coming out, I mean, there's a pretty good mix of you know the regular transformers and the the beast figures too especially the some of the easier ones and those are not staying at my local targets like i know that, that walmart's walmart's getting the, the lion's share of things right now but targets have gotten a bunch of the easy stuff and a bunch of the battle masters those didn't last any of those things none of them lasted more than a week like my targets are back to being bare it's weird you know what you know, it does seem to be lasting is those $30 price point, big blocky um, Earth Spark figures that come with Robbie and Mo. Those seem to just those. be studied on the shelves once they show up. They're at most of the stores around here, kind of shoved in a corner, being sad. It's so too expensive. I don't know. I feel like all the transform. I mean, there's a crap ton of Transformers whenever I go to the yeah. stores by me and so you know again i don't know i i haven't been like hunting uh a lot lately but uh at least when i go into the the stores it seems like they've been pretty packed with with various transformers i had to resort Our to online to buy my skull crunchers my battle master skull crunchers yeah i saw my house two weeks ago from entertainment earth and they are still not here don't <laughs> order from entertainment earth if you want things quick when they have cells, they sell things very cheap. It's fine. It's true. You may never get them, but... They're also, like, the only place that stock tiny turbo changers when those were a thing. It was their team Earth and sometimes Target on a rainy day when the moon was gray. What was it? Anywho. So, so the that other big cool. piece of news after the trailer debuted was that uh, they... Um, came out with news about the new animated movie um, as well, which, I don't know, it seems kind of Transformers 1. Yeah. It was weird. It was weird timing. Like, hey, look at this new trailer. Hey, look at this announcement of this thing. That is not the new trailer. This is the day <laughs> after. That was very strange. Well, they both kind of coincided with that, that CinemaCon, CinemaCon thing. Yeah. Which is like um, an insider sort of um, press junket kind of kind of thing for this movie studios to, to talk about what's coming in their pipeline. 
Um, it's a terrible name for a movie, that's for sure. Yeah, is the name? it is. Transformers 1. One. And we harped on this a bunch last week, but I feel it's worth harping on again. Some executive from Paramount said it's the first Transformers animated movie ever. Yes, yes, they Literally did. all of them are animated. I'm, well, yeah. But there was like... No, that's a good a Transformers touch, animated also... movie in 86, so, you know. I mean, yeah, that one, of course, but yeah. They're... I mean, it's funny it's the first <laughs> animated movie. Okay, sure. I guess, again, I wouldn't say that, but that's fine. The first okay. fully animated movie by Paramount. There we go. Sure. Just add enough things in there. Again, if, if you put Transformers back in there, yes. Otherwise, I'm sure Paramount has animated movies oh, before. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I, and the cast for this is also perplexing to me because none of them are voice actors. And I've, I guess I've become radicalized by stuff like the the writer's strike and all that sort of stuff in yeah. recent years. But, like, give voice acting jobs to voice actors. Oh, I agree with that 100%. But then again, at the same time, I've heard that the Mario movie is very good. And, it you is. know, they they recruited celebrities instead of voice actors, which worked out just fine. It'll probably yeah, work mean... out just fine again. Disney's been doing it for decades. That is true. Disney's always done this. They've always brought in like regular yeah, not always. actors. I, okay. Yeah. I was I was trying to agree with you, Phil, and then you're yeah. like, oh no, you explained it wrong. But that's the tr- no. that's the trend in every animated movie now is so that way yes. in the trailer and whatever that you can be like, you know, it's you know, whoever the heck. For well, the longest it's Chris time. Hemsworth and Scarlett Johansson, which is fine. At least mm-hmm. nowadays, we import so much anime that you know the voice actors will have something to do. It's not really taking work away from them and making them unemployed because there will be a bazillion anime and new video games. I mean, I feel like I'm a little disappointed, though, because... I just want to see a movie that has Chris Hemsworth, Scarlett Johansson, like Keegan-Michael Key, John Hamm, and Lawrence Fishburne in it. Like, if they could just have, like, a buddy comedy um, mm-hmm. with all those people, like, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> Sounds great. Ocean 17. Uh, right, exactly. Right. Yeah. I'm ready for more Ocean's movies. Oh. Sure. Um, sure. Yeah, for the longest time, the highest paid voice actor uh, ever was Cameron Diaz for the Shrek movies. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And, and voice actors were very, very perturbed by that. Um, you know, this is a story I heard some 20 years back. But, yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Um, it is interesting. To me, it's interesting that you've got Transformers Earth Spark, you've got Transformers Rise of the Beast and Transformers 1, and there is no crossover of any of those cast members. Now, oh, that, maybe okay. minor characters would thing. have some crossover, but but that that surprised me a little bit that you're not getting any crossover there. I, thought of that. I, I, I do want to argue that it's been a thing since the first movie to release something else Transformers at about the same time. 
so that they kind of intersect and play off of each other. You know, well, animated what the first, first movie was supposed to be. First Spark was probably supposed to be that, and now Transformers 1 is going to step in, and people are going to start following the hype for that as the hype for this movie dies down. Hopefully, sometime around the time that this movie comes out and kind of runs its course, the next set of Earth Spark will come out, so they can run with that momentum. And it's a very smart move to do that, just getting you know people to be like, oh, it's another Transformers thing. You know, maybe some older people will actually go back and watch Earth Spark and stop being grumpy about it. Including our Earth cast Spark members. is good. We're not the grumpy I, cast members. Three out of four of the show tonight have actually given Earth Spark a chance. So. No, I know, but last week was was a different story. Oh, I know. I know it was. And that, that was one thing I wanted to say. Like, I am not upset about either of these things. Like, right, like Rise of the Beats, I'm probably going to enjoy one way or the other. I will always enjoy one of the Transformers reviews. If it's bad, I'll laugh at it. If it's good, I'll enjoy it. One or the other, it'll be fine. I'll probably, I already like some of the toys. I'll probably like more of the toys. It'll be fine. Transformers 1 is another chance at making another Transformers property that's good. So I hope that it can be good. And I don't think the fact that Chris Hemsworth is in it is going to make it better or worse. I think it's just going to make it a thing. Yeah. I I think the only information we've heard about it so far is it's supposed to tell the Optimus Megatron origin story again. Mm Mm-hmm. Just fine. We're like, we've never seen this before. It's like, well, actually. <laughs> but I guess it's never been on screen, right? I mean, not in any of the films have we seen the origin of Prime and Megatron, why they've started fighting. That, that has not happened Netflix for a general audience a in a movie bit. theater. Or the Netflix show. Um, well, the Netflix show was really like, hey, the war has been going on for months. Yeah. So. Maybe they have a new take here. Maybe they have something interesting to say. Maybe we just get to hear um, Hemsworth and who's Megatron? Uh, he's a really good actor, and I apologize. I can't remember. I'm, I'm blanked. That's another big person. I don't remember him. Um, Brian Tyree Henry? Yes. Okay, cool. We get to hear Hemsworth and, and Henry gravel at each other about space robot politics which again probably fine i don't know we'll see what the, and that might even, we'll see the story is like anna said it's a chance it might be a good tie-in with the fact that earth spark has introduced a world in which optimus and megatron made up so maybe good those point. kids who have recently watched earth spark they'll get to see this and be like oh you know, they're not the same Optimus and Megatron, but the dynamic of the two getting to be friends and working together already exists for people who watch Earth Spark. That's a really good point. I, I hadn't considered that. So it could be a good time to run with it, because hopefully Rise of the Beast isn't going to ruin that by having Megatron jump out of the bushes and be like, booga booga, <laughs> I'm here, so. What up? Oh. <laughs> uh... No, it's a nine so it's going to be like, Who's there? There you go. Who's there? It was 94, but that's... Who remembers? He does have a toy in the line, so I guess that's possible, but who? I mean, one thing that's exciting, though, is is by 
them announcing this, like we know that we're gonna have two straight summers of Transformers movies, which that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Now, yeah, so if we you... go back to the um, announcement of Earth Spark and and everything that came along with that, Paramount was making it very much sound like they wanted Transformers as a big tentpole of the Paramount brand. And if you look at mm-hmm. how much Star Trek stuff that Paramount is putting out, they get these tent poles and they make them very, very big poles. So it seems like Transformers is getting that level of treatment here. Well, I mean, Paramount in general doesn't see, really have much else except for, you know, I mean, the uh, they have Yellowstone. Movie. They have Yellowstone, Lucas. Do you not watch Yellowstone? Yellowstone's no, ending. Do your coworkers not talk to you about it, Yellowstone? My parents talking about it constantly. It's ending, but they're spinning off. It'll be fine. I'm glad no one's. They definitely to me. don't have Halo because that failed horribly, and they're still making a season two. Yeah. Oh, are they? Yeah. Most of the things that fell don't really get a season two. It, so it's so worthy. And I, I watched. This is, this is a complete diversion, and I promise I'll come right back. But I watched a video over the weekend by one of my favorite YouTube creators, The Act Man. And it was like 20 minutes on how to make a good Halo show. And it's just 10 episodes of the 10 levels of the first game. Like, just do that. There's the, there's the show. It's amazing. Halo's already cinematic. Anyway, I'm back. Did you guys see the news that apparently they made this whole, like, Micronauts cartoon that was, I don't know how many episodes it was, but it was like a whole season of Micronauts. And it to- just got completely shelved. What is that? No. Yeah. Is that a snake that terrorist been... thing? What? Is it Army Guys versus Snake Terrorist somehow? No, like, it's a precursor. It was one of the like other Hasbro properties. I don't know, man. I don't know anything about Micronauts. I just know it's a Hasbro. It property. would have been... Was it during the big crossover time to IDW when Hasbro was like, we're going to make everything come back? Yeah, but I think that was, I, I don't know, someone on Twitter had mentioned that, that they, like, I guess, directed it or, like, produced it or something like that, and it got shelved. Because I think that they, huh. again, it was probably one of those things where I'm sure Hasbro would love to try to, uh, you know, make a thing out of all of its properties, but it's like, why release a Micronauts cartoon? Because nobody knows what the hell it is. Yeah, Micronauts, if I'm... If I'm correct, Micronauts was the Americanized version of Microman. So, like the the human style toys from Microman, uh, the Japanese Microman toys, Hasbro turned that into Micronauts, and then like other stuff that they put in there as well. Uh, and then Marvel did a comic with it, and and a lot of the stuff from Ant Man and the Quantum Verse, like borrows from. Like the the quantum verse in Marvel Comics was called the Microverse because of Micronauts, and then Marvel had to stop using that because that was a Hasbro thing, not a Marvel thing. Um, but there there's a lot to, you know, there, there's a lot that Ant Ant Man borrows from the Micronauts and the Microverse and all that sort of thing. So it's one of those weird Transformer, I'm sorry, not Transformer, one of those weird Hasbro Marvel sort of merging things that happened in the 80s because Marvel was making these comics. And the Micronauts, like, interacted with the other Marvel characters way more than Transformers did with Spider-Man being in there. But, but yeah, it's, it's sort of like this, like, forgotten 80s toy line that niche 
you know people know about and kind of collect, but it, it has nowhere near the the following that most other '80s toy brands do. And you would have had a little exposure, Christian, during the big crossover time in IDW, because the Microdots were there, and they yeah. they did things that had big repercussions for the story. They just they were really hard to care about. Yeah. There's some cool designs. Like, what's the one guy's name? Like, Acroyer or something. He's got like the the red helmet with like the fins on his head. And he's got like a like a, a VTOL like you know backpack kind of deal. That name Those shook guys. something loose in my mind yeah. for that. Yeah, I'm kind of remembering yeah. that from like the, the like Anna said the big IDW crossover. Stuff. Yeah, and he's more they like robot looking guy. They weren't as annoying as the visionaries were. Because the visionaries came and pissed all over everything and made a mess out of it, but the micronauts were just kind of there. Well, yeah, and, and the visionaries, visionaries comic, the are, are from what I understand, like wizards was, was like stuff. a. I'm sorry, oh, I, I hate those guys. Christian, sorry. Oh, they're the ones that brought in magic and magic beat technology because it's rock paper scissors. Yeah, I remember Rom because he made sense with the Transformers. Right, yeah. Ron was there. Ron was Ron was entirely turned into a Transformers character, basically. Right, like that was pretty. Yeah. That was decently seamless. The rest of it was not seamless. And I guess Army guys versus Snake terrorists have always been tangential, so that sort of makes sense. Yeah. And then they basically merged GI Joe and Mask is like not exactly the same, but like very, 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 very similar. It made Mask utterly uninteresting. Because it was just like masks are like GI Joes that they weren't interested. Like okay, moving on. Yeah. Weird times. Yeah, it was weird times. Anywho, I did not know about the Micronauts show that apparently was supposed to come out yeah, in twenty twenty according to a quick Google search. Yeah, I, I, don't know. I just saw somebody you know talking about it on Twitter, so. I, was just I get it though, because Hasbro is going to have all these properties and things. Like if they can get one to catch back on, like they did Transformers right. in the mid two thousands, then they can have another big franchise. They just got to get one to catch on. The thing that Hasbro that forgets, too- though, or, or I feel like Hasbro doesn't necessarily forget. They just they don't seem to remember. I don't know, it's not it's kind of the same thing, but there's a subtle difference. Is that Transformers never went away for all that long? Didn't go away. All these other properties, all these other properties they're trying to revive, like disappeared for decades. Um, right. And even back in the day, weren't that big. Like Rom was one toy that was kind of cool, uh, like mainly because he was new. Like if you look at the toy now, like what the fuck is that thing? Um, <laughs> it looks like like if you like melted a toaster over the T1000's body. Um, that that's what you get. Um, but again, Rom was kind of bigger because of his presence in the Marvel comics. And so he had a following with that. Um, and and yeah, probably in the comics with IDW was the best place to, to try and reintegrate that. But going beyond that is, is a tough, tough sale. You got to get a lot of momentum moving forward because you're not going to get the nostalgia bug almost all the Hasbro properties outside of Transformers and G.I. Joe, you're not going to get that nostalgia bug to bite. Like, Mask is maybe the next one. And they mishandled that significantly. They did. They also tried with Jim. I think Jim has potential, but that yeah. movie apparently was atrocious. 
Yeah. Same story. It's like where where was this property all throughout the nineties and right. the, the early noughts? Right. Yep. No, I'm really wondering now, just because I, I really like classified. I'm really wondering what they're gonna do with G.I. Joe. Like when is that gonna get fiction again? Like they had a movie oh, last year, Anna. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Did it? Uh, two years ago. Snake Eyes. Oh, was it two years ago? Yeah. What, what movie? COVID times, man. I just, oh, the Snake Eyes movie. That's right. That happened. Yeah. And I didn't watch it because I was sure it would be bad. And I was right. <laughs> man, I, those are the snake toys you see still in stores. Terrorist. They're a clearance. An army guy. I saw that our Target had them clearance like $4 a piece for the, the classified figures. From the snake guys that was movie. last year. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was 21. Anyway, regardless, yes, that did happen. I completely forgot that that was an attempt to give um, G.I. Joe Media again. See, there you go. Not a good one, but it was an attempt. I, I, will, take, I will take the amazing G.I. Joe classified toys with no media over stupid bad media that they try to give classified toys to. 2021? I was incorrect. That has a 35% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Look at that. That high. Wow. Came out in July of 21. That, that's definitely something I would watch if I had, like, came out and watched Bad Movies Friends still. It used to be a big tradition of mine. I would definitely want to watch it as a bad movie, but... I don't even know if that looks fun for a bad movie. I've heard it was not fun for a bad movie. I've heard it was bad enough it wasn't fun for a bad Comparatively, movie. Transformers The Last Night on Rotten Tomatoes has a 16% rating. Ooh. Wow. So it's 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 twice as good as Transformers The Last Night. What is I'm the... A... Oh, sorry. I'm a big incoherent. fan of the podcast um, How Did This Get Made? which is all about reviewing bad movies and, and making fun of bad movies. Uh, this past, this past fall, I was, I was you know, lucky enough to go to a live uh, one where they did Morbius. And that was fantastic. That was an awesome night. They had this dude write into them, send stuff into them, like dozens of copies of Transformers Revenge of the Fallen to get them to do Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. And like, Paul Shear, the guy who, who you know was the, the main spearhead of that podcast, um, was like, "No, we're not going to do that movie. Like, it's not fun. It's just, it's just bad. It's not fun at all. Like, it's not like bad fun. Like the Fast and the Furious movies are. It's just bad and painful." Twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes is Revenge of the Fallen, and and so they eventually did it because of the pressure campaign that this one guy put on them. And they did it for a charity raising thing during COVID. So, so they eventually did an episode of Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. It's pretty interesting because you actually find out something that I didn't know, that Paul Shear was a finalist for the role of, of Spike's roommate um, in Transformers Revenge of the Fallen. Of which case, he would have been like a 35-year-old college student or, or maybe 30-year-old college student. But it was like way too old to be playing a college student at that point in time when that movie came out. funny. Um, but, but yeah, that is, uh, that, yeah, even they said that that movie is too bad to be bad funny. What about, I think I, what's the score on that one? 17%. Okay. I think it should be Dash because that doesn't count as a movie. 
So would, would you like to, since I've, I've looked them all up while, while Phil was talking about that. Would you like to guess which Transformers movie has the highest Rotten Tomatoes rating? Bumblebee. Bumblebee? Correct. Would you like to guess what it is? Because it's ridiculous. Like 83 or something, right? It is 91%. 91, wow. okay. Wow. I thought it was. I am legit surprised by that. But it was coherent. It was a good coming-of-age movie. Like, it was was an okay Transformers movie, but... Okay, so horse girl movies are coming-of-age movies. You're just generating them to take away the coming-of-ageness. Yeah. I don't have a problem with horse girl movies. They were very popular when I was growing up. No, it was definitely that. It was definitely a coming-of-age or horse girl movie or whatever. And it worked, and that works for critics, right? Because when mm-hmm. critics see something like that, they're like, it has a plot, it has a crowd that it can yeah. appeal to, it um, will not destroy the world, maybe not make it a better place, but it won't make it a worse one. So, you know. Number two is Transformers the movie. Yeah. 62%. Then, and you mean Transformers 2007, just to be... I did not mean that. I meant Transformers the movie. Really? Uh, I did, yeah. I thought, that one, I thought that one had a low. 60, whatever I just said. Huh. I really next, thought that one got panned. Hm. Next is Transformers in 2007 with 58%. Okay. Then it's Dark of the Moon at 35%. I really thought that would be higher. Revenge of the Fallen at 20%. Age of Extinction... 17%. The last night, 16%. See, see, I feel like Revenge of the Fallen should be higher. Like, I feel like it's only I'd higher have... in retrospect. It's still pretty bad. No, no, but I, I, feel I, like... I feel like the gap between Age of Extinction and Revenge of the Fallen is pretty big. Like, I like I would at least bump okay, that that's up to fair. 20. I, I bumped that up to like a 25% or something like that. The, the thing I need to remind myself with with Rotten Tomatoes is that it's binary. Like, you could have yeah. a reviewer give something two stars, and that would still, like, two out of four, two out of five, and that would still give it on the negative side of things. Like, they could say, like, this is pretty bad, but there's moments that are good, but but because they give it two stars, Rotten Tomatoes is going to put that on the, the bad side of things. Um, so there's there's some gray in there that Rotten Tomatoes doesn't always cover. Right, because something that got solid 70s across the board would end up right. with like a 90-something percent of Rotten Tomatoes that look like an A product. Yeah, I mean, really, it's a C product. Mm, okay. Yeah. yeah. See, or, that was or, relatable or like, you know, to like a, the a half a teacher at our audience. Yeah, and like Bumblebee, everyone could have said it's like a grade of a B, but because that's on the positive side of things, you know, it gets right. a 90-something percent on Rotten big. Tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah. That no, that's a good thing to point out. So so there's no difference between two stars and zero stars. Correct. Yes. Yep. That, uh, that's a very... Yeah, it's just negative very, or positive. Yeah. 16 and 17%, though. I, I knew they were bad. I didn't know that the last two were that bad. Oof. That's very yeah, low. I... I think that the reason, well, okay, do I even really need to say this? I think that the reason Revenge of the Fallen is down there with them is because of the controversial or offensive content in Revenge of the Fallen. I mean, that that would just get a reviewer to give it a two instead of a three. 
stars out of four, right? The reviewer would be like, okay, I enjoyed this movie, but there were some scenes in it that made me kind of cringe and not want to take my kids to it. So I'm going to give it a two, right? Like I could see that why it went to the bottom. So. He'll put up a finger and made it seem like he wanted to say something, but then he left. So I, I think Looking he at. was putting the finger up to say that he was leaving for a second. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Is what I guess. So. But yeah. So we're supposed to be the joyful, cheerful people who are excited about things. And I do want to say I'm excited about all this. I will enjoy yeah. it. I will enjoy making shows for us in the evenings to talk about it after we watch it. I'll enjoy talking to you guys about it extensively and overanalyzing crap. I'll enjoy playing with toys I would have got to play with otherwise. I'll enjoy it. It'll be fun. It is nice to have a movie coming that people actually know about. I think we mentioned it before. Lucas, might have been your point that, you know, Bumblebee was kind of quiet. Yep. So it's, it's nice to have Transformers in the front of pop culture again. And hopefully it turns out better than the last time. But even the Bumblebee movie was how long ago? Five years now? Five years. Yeah. Well, so four I mean, and a half still, years. But... It's been a while. Yeah. I realize COVID and all that is delayed a year. I, I do think it's, it's, it's going to help them being delayed because, you know, I think now people are kind of like back to normal for the most part, whatever the new normal is. Um, and so I think that, uh, they're probably more likely to actually go to a movie, you know, versus they may have not done that last year. So, yep. And it, the toys caught up, they're, they're out, they're ready to go. Yep. Yeah. It won't be like that first season of earth spark where it's like earth sparks here. There's no toys. Right. Well, oh yeah. Bot-bots second here. season of earth spark is still yeah. earth spark here and there's no toys. Rough time. With this um, movie, there will be toys. Hopefully, there will be Mirage toys, right? Because Mirage yeah. is that big character. No Mirage toys right now. Toy really showing up yet. I, I want to make a point. I don't think I made this last week. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of really enjoy the Pete Davidson voice as Mirage. Oh, yeah. He it's seems fine. like he's doing a good job with it. Yeah. 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 Like, that got kind of chided, and, and, like, I was, I don't know if I, I don't think I was chiding about him being a voice, because I genuinely enjoyed him on Saturday Night Live, but I feel like mm-hmm. that got kind of chided, because he's got, you know, that, that whole, like, you know, celebrity, like, relationship thing that, that he gets, you know, thrown in with all that sort of stuff quite a bit, but, you know, I don't know, he's a pretty funny dude, uh, he's got, uh, you know, uh, a pretty good resume, um, you know, so, yeah, everything I heard is like, yeah, that, that sounds fun. A stoner bro transformer, it's friendly and relatable. So that could actually be a character that the humans engage with and make friends. There's like an actual relationship going on. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Even if it is Pete Davidson as a robot, that's fine. And he's just like, hey, yeah, we're having fun, right? Come on. Why are you scared? We're, we're, We're just driving around having a good time. You know, apparently Mirage has been on Earth for seven years prior to this film. That came out today in an Entertainment Weekly interview with Pete Davidson. Ooh. I think it was a Pete Davidson. It might have so been with someone else. Maybe the next movie will be a but whatever. Could Mirage. A horse and girl story with Mirage. Right. So seven years puts him at 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 uh, eighty seven. So like right after the B movie. Right after B. Movie. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. 
The only other piece of news that I saw from today is that tickets for the movie go on sale tomorrow. Ooh, how exciting. My, my, my friend is getting them tomorrow. So you can buy, I'll, I'll probably get them <clears> tomorrow. I have to figure out how I'm going to go see it. Line. I just had a conversation with my husband tonight about how he really doesn't want me to make him go see it. Um, <laughs> there you go. We'll have to actually uh, put together a group locally. I would, it. yeah, I would like that because then I would have someone. I won't go see a movie by myself. That's just something yeah. I won't do. That's like a line. That's a line I cannot cross. It's a personal line. It's a weird feeling. I don't like doing it. I saw, I got, I dragged Surge with me to go see Bumblebee. But, but Christian, you're a person who it. likes doing it, right? Like, it's okay. I don't like doing like it. I just don't have a choice it. often. I well, I don't go see movies. That's that's how my choice gets made, right? Like I never go see movies because I don't have anyone to see them with. So I just can enjoy out of watching something by myself. Uh, June seventh, June ninth, something like that. I think ninth is the regular release date. Seventh is the like extra extreme. Get your tickets now, type of thing. Which is usually a level of effort I will not do. Right. Yeah, June 7th. Yeah, I thought June 8th was kind of the thing before, but I know they always usually have that, like, whatever showing, then, you know, right Yeah. Just the general comment here. I do miss midnight shows because the midnight shows got pushed back to, like, six o'clock shows. I was like, that's not the same thing. Yeah. That's me being old man. I I don't know. See, I'm old man and I don't like to stay up that late, so. I like that they don't have that anymore. <laughs> I totally miss that. I'm like, oh, it's special. I'm out in the middle of the night watching a movie. It's great. Oh, Ron says if we live near each other. Movie. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You're gonna say well, I was, I was like catching up on comments. Um, Ron said uh, that there was a GIG movie in the works. I didn't realize that. I did not know that. Yeah, that's good. I could probably cancel that. I mean, I'm really (laughs) sure that nobody likes Army Guys versus Snake Terrorists. No, I very much enjoy the franchise and that sort of thing. It's just all the movies have been atrocious. Even the animated movie was pretty bad. Description you made about like, oh, get get those GI, get those Army Men versus Snake Terrorists out of my Transformers or whatever. All I could think was. Transformers and G.I. Joe's have been crossing over since like 10 years before you were born. I wish they hadn't. This has always been a thing. They go together. No, no they don't. There's a reason. You have a one bunch of, of like robots that turn into jets and a bunch of robots that turn into cars and tanks. And and then you've got a bunch of guys who fly cars and tanks and jets. There's 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 some yeah. crossover there, man. No. There was Great one time G.I. Joe was actually good, and that's when it was on Community. Oh, I don't even remember that. That sounds like a you problem. I just thought that was, like one question off topic, real fast, Christian. Have you ever actually tried to watch the G.I. Joe cartoon? Yes. The one that the rest of us grew up with. Okay. Yeah. At least and if I've you've watched, given it a chance. I watched the one on the hub that came out at the same time as Prime. I can't remember which one that was. The Rock was in it and died, just like he did in Transformers. Awesome. Not good. Not good. 
Although I will say that G.I. Joe in the 80s was better than He-Man. I mean, holy cow, was that show yeah. terrible. <laughs> yeah. I, I but you know which one's better? Freaking Jim. Jim is a good show. Yeah, Jim is a good show, yeah. Transformers is like the best of them all. Un- unironically, I know it's, I would be biased, but like I think Transformers was the best. And then yeah. Jim, and there's G.I. Joe. I have well, a different order, but... <laughs> I, I will say that, you know, Transformers, I can actually sit through a, a show. He-Man, like, when it was on Netflix, I tried watching it with my kids, and I was just like, this is not good. Just give me Skeletor compilations of just him saying ridiculous nonsense, yeah! and I'm, I'm great. That's all I need. He-Man is okay, like... If you, um, I don't know if you have TV shows on the background when you do model kits, Christian, it's okay for things like that. Like when you're like really concentrating on something else and you can look up everyone's, when you hear Skeletor's voice, you can look up and be like, oh, Skeletor, he's funny. And then you like find out and you don't look at it again for a while. It works for that. It doesn't work for much else. I kind of feel the same way about Thundercats and I know that'll get me a lot of hate, but. I forgot that was a thing. Yeah. To me, like as much as I love Transformers, and and there are episodes of Transformers, especially as you start to get into season two and season three, that are really really good, and I really enjoy, and they add to the mythos and, and all that sort of stuff. The one I would say is probably second in terms of just like being an adult and still being able to watch and enjoy it now. The real Ghostbusters. Oh yeah, That's just the first what is it two seasons? Yeah, they did the and even big... then it's hit and miss because there were so many episodes. Like, there's some really, really good episodes. Um, and, and, you know, and then others are just like, eh, they're okay. It used to be on Netflix. I'm bummed that it's gone. But that was, that's one that I do feel like, you know, is genuinely enjoyable to watch for the stories and plots mm-hmm. still as an adult. Contrary to the fact that I'm on a Transformers podcast, I actually, going back and watching it, think G.I. Joe was actually a lot better than Transformers as far as being an entertaining product. It was genuinely funny quite often. It was really ridiculous. Was it and supposed really... to be, though? Yeah. All right. yeah. Yeah. Like, a lot of the Cobra plots did not take themselves very seriously. Like, they did a lot of things that were very, like, okay, this is obviously parody they were not a real terrorist organization right they were made so silly that you wouldn't feel bad about rooting for them i enjoyed it a lot watching it over again i enjoyed watching transformers again too but yeah ron's right thundercats theme and intro is one of the best things from the 80s ever and then the actual episode would start you're like oh this is not the same quality yeah, right no that is absolutely true that intro like a lot of the intros from back then really got you hyped oh yeah and the transformers and gi joe intros were not two of them right they were okay but like that was really good no transformers season two and season three intros got so much better the first the season one intro is not as good were more hyped but then you think of like the hype level of thundercats or the jingle that gets stuck in your head level of the mask intro. Like oh, that kind yeah. of crap was just so freaking have have you ever seen the intro to Dino Saucers? <laughs> I love Dino Saucers. 
Dino Saucers, again, is, is a great example of not a good cartoon, not a good show. Designs were really fun and cool. And, and the intro was amazing. And then the actual episode start. Yep. And then Bionic 6 was another one that just like, just totally uh, earworm of an intro. Yeah, but trying to watch that though, like I didn't watch oh, yeah. that as a kid. I've tried to watch it recently. That one was rough. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, but we're yeah. going into the really like old cartoon so- people. So, um, you know, not to get off topic from whatever this is, but um, did the news of the Robeson Grimlock, like, when did that actually hit? Last week, right? Okay. So, like, it wasn't before the show last week, because I I really would have liked to have seen Nick's live reaction of that. We can can get it next week when they, they have a Transformers Tuesday about it. Yeah, I don't think we're the right audience for it because when I when I saw the pictures, I was like, "Cool, they're doing it with Grimlock." I'm glad that's there oh, for I think somebody. It looks really cool. I just i I don't want to spend the money for it, but like I I, 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 like, I think, think the Grimlock looks, cool. looks better than. Well, I guess that they haven't actually debuted. Let's see, they had the Optimus Prime the trailer. And Baby Optimus. This, what's that? The There's a smaller Optimus. Right. Is that it? So far, next so, week will be the non-transforming uh, Rise of the Beast Prime and Primal plus Grimlock. That's next week. So is Grimlock non-transforming? Grimlock is transforming. Okay. Is transforming, yeah. He lo- people have just been saying it all over the place. He looks a lot like Masterpiece Grimlock. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Which, yeah. Is, which is fine because... Fine. The uh, Robotson honestly looks a lot like in P10, right? Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, it's same era. I don't know. I I don't need to spend eight hundred dollars on a toy that looks like a toy I already have just because it transforms right. by itself. Right. And that's the thing, right? Like we're not. Paul had said this fifty times on the show. We're not the right audience, right? No. We're not the like wealthy tech people who want a cool thing to show off. Or the but, people who actually collect Transformers. But here's what I would say about the Robeson thing then is is how deep into the lineup can you get before you've tapped that well of, of the fandom drive? I, think I don't that think there's you can get much characters. deeper than Grimlock. I mean, you've got, I, I think that you have, you know, Optimus, Bumblebee, Grimlock, Starscream, Megatron, Soundwave. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, yeah, if you go beyond that, yeah. like you're you're asking people to be you're, you're asking casual fans to be more hardcore fans. And that's, that's starting to get tough. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you'll get multiple bumblebees. You'll, you get the, the Volkswagen beetle and the Camaro bumblebee. Yep. Um, yeah. Another time for the movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But so. yeah, it's just, yeah, to me, it's I... one of those things where the, the, if the Knicks of the world aren't fully into it, then you you, you can't do that many of them. I, I Again, I don't that... even think this is for the Knicks. I think this is it, for the, the very different people. It is, but even those guys only need... The tech bros only need one. They do. The tech bros I, only need one. But if this one's better than the last one, they need it. 
to replace it, right? Like if this Grimlock comes out neater than the Optimus, it fixes some problems like, you know, the Optimus you can't pause it in robot mode. What if the Grimlock you can? Ooh, mine can pause in robot mode and stay it on the shelf. Yours can't. Then they go buy it. Maybe I just, to me, Grimlock doesn't have the iconic or or iconicness that Optimus does. Maybe that's what they're trying to find out. Maybe they're trying to find out if the truck guy, you get the tape guy, you get the plane guy, the gun guy, and the dinosaur guy. But you can't make the gun guy the gun guy. You cannot. No, the gun guy has to be a tank guy. I mean, I I feel like if they get a a few characters in, like, I mean, that's pretty successful right there. You know, I mean, if you look at some of the other robot stuff, like um, Sphero, right, with the Star Wars stuff, like, I mean, they only got a few, you know, you had R2-D2 and BB-8 and then whatever the, um, you know, bad droid was or whatever, and that was pretty much it. Oh, yeah. Could they make the gun guy the gun guy? Because it's not a toy. I'm. I don't think anyone's making guns of anything unless it's an actual gun. Unless it's like made in Texas, right? So, I think it would still count as a replica gun and have way too many problems. Unless it just looks so bad, right? Like, I think that would be the other thing. Make it look so much not like a real gun. This is no fun. I don't know. Just a, a thought that occurred to me. No, I, I think that's a valid thought. Uh, Christian, it's just in this day and age is... I don't think companies want to touch that with a 10-foot pole. That's fair. Unless you're specifically one of those companies. Yeah. Hey, if you want to go third party, you can get that. You can get that um that rifle, rifle, that assault rifle, sniper rifle, whatever it is. Didn't Takara just make a water gun Megatron? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did that. (laughs) That was. I mean, it looks exactly like him. But Takara did right in Japan. That's true. I don't know. Um, they've been hinting at the next. G.I. Joe Haslab and the phrase Dark Energon was in there. What are your guys' thoughts on will we hear yeah. anything more about that next week with the Transformers uh, I don't uh, live stream? You don't think so? I think I, I have a hunch it'll be a little longer than that. Okay. I hope it's forever. I hope it's canceled and it never happens. Oh, okay. But if Christian, it's a Haslab, right. you just don't have to fund it. And, and, and it won't let's get calm money. down for yeah, a second. Yeah, you don't have to okay. get it. So it's let's just... say. I'm not gonna. Let's say they put a bunch of time and effort production. Like the G.I. Joe Haslabs have been super high production. You know, they bring in voice acting animation. They really go all in to get those things. The his tank Haslab was like great. Lead on. It was yeah. very well pulled off. So they do all that for a G.I. Joe transformer crossover megatron or something right like a really nice one or a ghjo crossover optimus or whatever and then it fell right then they will probably stop doing that so think of it that way right like if they do a haslab it could be almost done it could change it (laughs) now the thing is a lot of your friends will be supporting it so (laughs) we won't become your enemies because i would be like all over depending on what you know, if it I hope you guys have fun with your or, army guys and snake terrorists. Whatever. I'm going to do it. I do. 
have a lot of fun moments. And they're awesome. Good. You're missing out. They're really good. There was there was none of that for me in my age group. It just was never a thing. You collect Marvel Legends. I have not collected Marvel Legends the entire Hasbro time, right? I have a few of the Toy Biz ones. So I have missed out on Hasbro's Mastery of the Six-Inch figure, and now I'm getting it through Classified. I get to play with the Six-Inch toys now. I understand. That makes sense. I've missed out for years, so I'm excited. Just don't get any Because I'm not that into Marvel, but I like G.I. Joe better. The G.I. Joe Classified is better than Black Series and Marvel Legends. I can't make that comparison. As a dude who collects all three lines, I will say that. Full stop. That's great. Good good for G.I. Joe collectors. I'm happy for you guys. Yo, Joe, bro. So, um, Smash that mic! Next, uh, next week we'll probably uh, do Tuesday night as well. Because there is a Transformers Tuesday happening earlier in the day. So... There we go. Yeah. Ooh, a quick reaction. Quick turnaround for us. Yeah, this may this may be. I really thought I wasn't attending. I thought it was just the Robosin thing, and then they were like, actually it's Robosin and there's gonna be new generation stuff too. And I was like, what generation stuff? (laughs) All right, all right. So so percentage wise, what do you think will have been spoiled before the live stream next week? What percent do you think will have been spoiled before we get the live stream? Ninety. Ninety percent? Okay. 100. 100%. I'll go with 70. If the Robeson's the biggest thing that's already spoiled. I'm going to go under and say 50%. In terms of actually seeing the toys, in terms of actually seeing the toys, I will say 50%. Well, when you bring it, you put it that way, Phil. Oh, well, I mean, because they're doing the pipeline reveals now, so they've already told us what right. figures are right. coming out. Sure. But, but in terms of seeing the toys... Um, yeah, no, you guys want to you guys want to revise your care. predictions then? Now that I've like, I don't you know, care. <laughs> oh well, I don't care enough to revise it. Never mind. See it. I look forward to not paying attention to the Robeson part, but being excited for anything else they do. Hey, but fellow community member Sixo is going to be on it, so good good for him. Uh, That's fantastic. That's cool. I thought they were going to go all in on Theo. But I guess they're going to have different Transformers community people. So it's actually better. Yeah. I mean, crappy podcast hosts, um, you know, who host really crappy, crappy shows. Uh, I guess if Hasbro wants to interact with them, that's. There's hope for us yet. There there you go. No, because we're a good one. We're a good one. (laughs) Not those jokers. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's nice that they're giving, like, you know the charity to some of those other podcast hosts of that right. that need the extra viewers. We'll be on right. for a for a, for a reveal show of authentics figures. We'll I get time for our, it. Our food to be in the door. Put me on the bot bot show, please. Bot bot. We'll have Christian. <laughs> yes. Them. yes, Christian for the next release of bot bots from Hasbro. You It'll be, be Christian will be on thirty-five years from now when they're finally doing an MP uh, bot bot Burgertron. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it was gonna be the the bot bots farewell show. <laughs> the last bot bots get revealed and Christian's there. I just make this face the whole time. Bot bots. 
Um, I do want to mention book club this week is going to be uh, what is it? Fight Super Robot Lifeform Transformers Zone and Story Pages, I guess. Um, it's going to be eight thirty uh, p.m. Central, nine thirty Eastern on uh, Sunday night on the TF Talk Discord. So if you're interested, uh, join to discuss. You know whatever the heck that is. I just want to Whatever say, like, if, that you, is. if you have any interest in the Transformers the manga content, Volume Three has Victory Zone and Battle Stars. Mm-hmm. So, Battle Stars. If you want to see the weird, obscure stuff that only shows up in the manga, pretty much all of it's in Volume Three. One purchase, read it. That way, you see, you get some real deep cut obscurity Transformers. Do you know where the hell Star Convoy? And Super Megatron come from. There you go. Join the book club. Battle Stars. So. All right. Get in the zone. The fight Super Robot Lifeform Transformers zone. Anything else before we wrap here tonight? Smash that like. I get embarrassed every time you say that. I had my really cool get in the zone line. That's that's the end for me. Just Anna, if you do have children, you'll just hear that all the time because your kids will just watch YouTube and the I YouTubers know. will just scream, smash that like. I mean, yeah. gently press that like. If this go. video gets ten thousand likes, we will reveal the entire plot of Transformers: Rise of the Beast <laughs> after it comes out in theaters, and we've seen it. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Uh, thanks for joining us, and we will see everyone next week. Oh, we got a, uh, you know, someone smashed thank the like button. So there you go. Whoa! Oh, thank you for smashing that. Wait, what? All right. Now no one else Night, can guys. use it. All right. This has been Transformers for your listening pleasure, a presentation of tftalk.net. We'd like to thank you for listening. And ask that you please rate us on your favorite podcast outlet and share us with your friends. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at TFYLP. Email us at podcast at TFYLP.com. This is Paul Lighting. And on behalf of TFYLP, we'd like to thank you again for listening. And we hope you'll join us next time for another TFYLP. <laughs>